program note, if you were unable to listen to Crazy last week, episode 55, there was a slight error uh, that was made by myself when I was uploading the data and I picked the wrong file. Uh, I was not able to get iTunes to um, update the information. So if you listened to it on iTunes and didn't get the new episode, instead you got a repeat of Crawl, um, go back and listen to episode 55A, uh, which is a fix from last week. Also, 55B is a wonderful review um, by our friend Aaron, who will be reviewing a song that was passed to us by a publicist. Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss all the Bare Naked Lady songs alphabetically, you know, in LMN order. Well, someday. <laughs> right now we're doing CDE order. Mm-hmm. Someday we'll get to the QRSs. Oh my god. We're, we're just crazy we're, like that. We're old and gray. <laughs> it's already happening. Perhaps? Yeah, same though. <laughs> I remember when we reviewed alcohol. Now there was a song I could get behind. Uh, I think that alcohol was pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was totally gnarly, totally tubular. Although I remember that Michelle so far was pretty irked by by another postcard. <laughs> Don't she even find mention that song it. Irksome, didn't she? Yes. <laughs> Aaron's probably thinking I'm dealing with psychosis right now. <laughs> So, but I'm not. I'm just crazy, just like you. But that was last week. That was last week. This week, week. we're discussing. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're discussing the crazy ABCs. K is for knickknack. L is for llama. Llama, llama, ding. What's so strange about llama? Llama, it starts with two L's. What's the second one for? No idea. I know. Loser. <laughs> M for mnemonic. N is for gomo. The ABCs need a rubber room. (laughs) And this is off Snack Time in 2008. Mm -hmm. It's a Paige Robertson song. Totally is. 100% it is. (laughs) So the song starts appearing to be a simple ABC song, but like BNL likes to do, it takes an immediate left turn as Ed educates us all (laughs) on the unusual words in the English, French, German language. Uh, It starts with a number of different letters, leading to banter between Ed and Steve. Some of the words get explained, others don't during the song, so we'll cover some of the ones that aren't explained during the song today. So while we start discussing this interesting song off the Snack Time album... Okay, where should we start? Who would like to begin? I, General thoughts. I would like to step in and take over the mic. Um, I have to say, now, I don't mind the kids' albums like some of us <laughs> do. I miss who shall Who shall remain nameless, but is called Aaron. Um, <laughs> I don't mind the kids' albums. This, to me, this song, I love it. Because not that it's a great song, I love it because of the banter. Like it's it's classic Steve and Ed. It's their thing, <laughs> and also the craziness that it's an alpha, 
like I before I even heard this song from them a hundred years ago, I always thought it would be fun to make a kids book because I used to in my one of my many jobs I worked in the kids department at Barnes and Noble in Augusta back in the day, and I always thought it'd be fun to make a kids book with the alphabet but different you know words that don't sound like what they start with so they made a song and I was like yes I'm so glad that somebody did this took this idea and run with it who better than Steve and Ed to do this and it's just it's hilarious it's fun what a way to like mess with kids heads you know what I mean like (laughs) it's just it's perfect like this is like the teenage babysitter that kind is good-hearted but likes to just um, kind of play with the kids and make them think, you know, like, just nothing harmful, obviously. It's a different <laughs> world, but um, it's just fun. Just kind of play around with them and, and yes. kind of mess with them a bit. Change their worldview a little bit. Expand their yeah. little minds a little bit. So I just, I think it's great. I think it's great. Did you know that A is for aisle? No, it's not. It starts with I. Like this is like this could be a lot of work for some little five-year-old kid. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my. I just in a summary, I guess I would say I don't love the song, but I do love the song. Aaron, any thoughts on this song? Yeah, um, quite a few, actually. Uh, should we talk about music, or are we just keeping this to, to uh, general impressions at first? We can, we can slip over to music Let's, let's if break like. it down first. That's where I'm most comfortable. <laughs> break down, break down, break down. Aaron's gonna talk about construction and time. All right, so the Crazy ABCs, or pardon me, just Crazy ABCs, is performed at 116 beats per minute. It's written in the key of A major. Wow, that is like four weeks in a row, I think, that we've had A major as our That's, as our. They key. really like their A's. <laughs> well, Ed does, at least. A is for asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's in the key of A major. Uh, the, it's a really, very simple structure. They, they basically have two sections, right? They have the speaking section, where they just kind of bounce... From the tonic, the one to the fifth, so A to E, A to E, back and forth, and you can just kind of hear the the bass kind of boom, boom, and it just kind of lets, it just kind of has this like little. <laughs> We're just sitting here yeah, jamming yeah, out. Yeah, as you you kind of have this. to nod your head to it, right? It just kind of just gives it gives the this the it gives Ed and and Steve some space to kind of do their witty banter back and forth and then in the singing section uh it's a little more busy so you hear the bass go from like four to one to seven back to four to seven to five and then back to one and the speaking section so the bass line is hopping around d to a to g to d to g to e to a with some passing tones um it's mostly active in these singing sections and then allowing the humorous back and forth to take center stage as the two argue about the appropriateness of the word choices uh considering none of them are really (laughs) typical uses of the letters um so yeah, it just kind of bounces back and forth. I would consider the the singing section to be like the B section, even though it starts out on those chords. So you got B A B A B A B A B A B A B A B A ad infinitum, ba 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 ba, and then it fades out on the A section. Of course, it's a simple song. It's a children's song. I I really enjoyed this song. I enjoyed the premise of the song. 
especially. Uh, my colleagues yes. and I at work yes. used, used to make jokes like this all the time because we worked with people who worked with phones, <laughs> right? So we would be like listening to people talking on the phones all the time, and they'd be like trying to do use like the phonetic alphabet, right? And so we'd be like, yes, B is in boy and whatever. But sometimes you heard really weird ones like P is in pterodactyl, and like we would just die laughing. <laughs> X is in xylophone. S as in C, right? Like the C S E A. So like we would joke like that to each other all day and that's that kind of brought me back to that place so i liked it you know, I had it's a, funny as hell yeah it had a it, nice it, wordplay quality yes. to it that i really enjoy i love the zed mention zed zed top uh the whole song is pretty charming except the guy with the name beard who only had a mustache <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly yeah it's very charming uh even a curmudgeon in training like me can enjoy this song uh, I would say, in fact, uh, other than Silent E by Tom Lehrer. He turned a damn alakazam into a dame. But my friend Sam stayed just the same. Who can turn a man into a main? Who can turn a van into a vein? This might be my favorite children's song about silent... No, sorry, my favorite song about silent letters ever. I don't know if you count the theme from Django Unchained or not. Interesting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Tom Lehrer is a, is a genius. If you don't know him, check him out. He wrote songs for The Electric Company, which was sort of like... <gasps> The, oh. the other Sesame Street, for those people who don't yes. know that. Uh, Tom Lehrer is a genius. He also wrote a lot of songs about like impending nuclear war and uh, Catholicism and stuff like that. So very interesting guy. He was a mathematician. Uh, he was, he, I think he's still alive. I hope he is. But he w- certainly was a mathematician at uh, Harvard, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and he was the guy who wrote, um, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, like I am, you know, the, the character of Gail Bedecker. He was singing a song to the tune, basically the, the periodic table to the tune of I Am the Very Model of a Modern Major General. There's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium. <laughs> From the Pirates of Penzance. That was written by Tom Lehrer. So Tom Lehrer, he's, he's one of my like musical inspirations. Wonderful, brilliant, very funny man. He wrote a song called Silent E for the Electric Company, which is, I always, I thought immediately of that song when I heard this. And uh, I, I like this song almost as much. It's really, really clever. It's really, I think if I were a kid and I heard this especially, it would have had me running to the dictionary, which how many songs can you say that about? So uh, very cool for that reason as well. I liked it a lot. And I love the banter in this song. The banter, yeah. like, makes this song fully and i don't know if they sat there and they practiced it or they just they're you know what we're good at this we're just let's just have fun with the banter and do whatever we do um because it felt very it felt natural, natural as yeah they might have done like several takes and just taken the best pieces <laughs> I, I know what you mean by wind <laughs> yeah there was some really i love the R is for Argyle. No, it, it isn't. isn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I couldn't find a good R word. <laughs> like, it's just, it feels so relaxed and easy and fun uh-huh. and clever. Like, it just has all the elements of why I love the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. The only thing it doesn't have is um, Stephen's drama and upset. <laughs> but that's okay because right. it has everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's we a get nice. that with Bad it's, Day later on. Yeah, you know it's, it's page light. It's you take the, put him through the emo filter, and it filters 
Lays out all the all the self-loathing, and he's just left with this charming, <laughs> charming pun song. It's great. I feel like this is Ed's Scorpio nature, who likes to mess with people. You know what I mean? Like it feels like that's where it comes from. And Stephen is just we, like all in. Can we? Stephen is all in. Have a, a new segment where weekly Michelle will. Discuss the relevance of <laughs> the astrological the signs. Because no, I think it's really fat. It's not something that I like know a lot about. So you know, I mean, I know I'm a Capricorn because I was born, you know, in middle of January. But like, uh, I, that's about it. You know, <laughs> I know we're supposed to be industrious and hardworking. So I don't know. Maybe I got the. I, you I got like the, order. I like chaos. The law. Well, yeah. Well, you well, can I'm have Libra in that every single time that you guys are talking about, I come in Am with I... my ideas yeah. of like how I'm gonna feel about the song, and then you guys start talking about. Well, yeah, I can kind of see it that way too. <laughs> well, that's why I like to have these discussions because I think there have been times where I went in thinking one way about a song and then being completely changed changed my mind about it. You know, I think yes. that, that, to get your perspective on that, Michelle and Tracy, is really uh, valuable for me. And uh, you know, I think. Uh, we're all broadening our horizons here and maybe being more critical in some areas and less critical in others. And, um, it's cool, but yeah, I, I really like this song. I, I did not expect to like it going in. I'll be 100% honest. <laughs> and Tracy was like, Hey, it's another, another kid song. I was like, Oh, yay. <laughs> but, uh, no, this was, you know, I mean, obviously it's not the same as like convention years or something like that, where I'm going to be like, Oh Yeah. Um, it's not it's not doing the same thing, but it's not I, I recognize it's not designed to do the same thing, you know. Right. And I like the fact that it's educational for the kids. Like yeah, it yeah. teaches them a lot of interesting things as it's going along, but it doesn't teach them the typical When you compare things. it doesn't bare naked stop bare naked ladies. Compare style. this to seven, eight, nine. <laughs> oh yeah. This one is not only to- much more educational, but it's much more enjoyable as a song, I think, you know. So. Wicked. To me, this song feels like this is the conversation I would have with them if we were just hanging out. Yeah. Like this is yes. this song is me and them going to high school together because we're all <laughs> the same age, and this is how we would communicate <laughs> with this kind of song. So I just feel like, yes, it confirms everything that I believe about them. Well, this kind of goes back to like those games that they used to play on the bus when they were on their way to yes. and from concerts and venues. You know, they came up with these really outrageous games, like where they had to men- they, one of them would mention an artist, and then whatever the end end letter of that artist's name was, they would then have mm. to start the next one up with that last letter, and like they love to. These guys are so highly intelligent. They love to play those games where they're always doing wordplay. Um, and, and this song just really kind of leads into that and, and leans on it, but at the same time in a kid's way. Definitely. And, and I, I'm going to make the, the, the weekly uh, They Might Be Giants reference. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's usually my job. I'm shocked. <laughs> this is my this shocked is, face. <laughs> this is a much better version <gasps> than They Might Be Giants alphabet song. Where they talk about the missing letter. Elemento. This is a much better. <laughs> no, they have a song called "The Missing Letter," oh, I <laughs> and it's that just one. like it. Oh, it's not that good. <laughs> this, I think, is a much better song. Well, you know, that, so. uh, yeah, wow. So that's. Mm. I I don't I don't think I've heard that one. I mean, I I believe you because I like <laughs> this song a lot, and you know, they might be giants. Are a wonderful band. They're one of my favorites, but not everything they write 
can be perfect. So I am willing to believe you. <laughs> As I feel like uh, Ghostbusters, we're ready to believe you. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, like I, 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 when you said that, I thought you were talking about Elemento, which uh, makes me laugh every time. Because when I was a kid, I thought Elemento was one letter, you know, H I J K Elemento P. Uh, it you know, sounds was, like it, right, yes. Because you say it so fast in the song. Um, but uh, yeah, that song is like Elemento, four letters, Elemento, not one. Uh, it's Even that song, as funny as it is, <laughs> it's probably not as good a song as this. So, uh, you know, I love, I still say that they have the greatest children's song ever written, which is The Sun is a Massive Incandescent Gas. But, yeah. but. Uh, this is a darn good song, and I really dig it. Sorry, Michelle, were you going to say something? Didn't mean to trample you. Though. Well, it has nothing to do with anything except <laughs> hearing things differently, like Elemento. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like one yeah. letter. I used to think when I was a small kid that Mary Tyler Moore, I thought her name was Mary Tiny Little Moore. Mary Tiny Little Moore? <laughs> yeah, I just is always did. Is she like a did. little person? I don't like know. Thumbelina? I don't. I think it had something to do with her <laughs> sunken in living room, like Mary how the living room went. More. She married tiny just little like more. Well, okay. I guess. I, I will. But it's just funny how you hear things and you aren't corrected until years later, and you feel like, oh my gosh, the first, that. Yeah. Yeah. No. That. I, that's my not whole right. Life is a lie. No. Um, yes. But the, fir- the very first time I heard the Pledge of Allegiance. I thought it was uh, To the Republic for Richard Stans. And I wasn't sure who Richard Stans was, but I wondered if he was related to Ray Stans of the Ghostbusters because I was a fan even as a little kid. Probably shouldn't have been watching that uh, movie at that age because all that stuff went over my head. But, uh, you know, probably probably explains a lot about me. <laughs> and you're not going to ask. Well, the other, thing, no. the other thing is, in my defense, I grew up in central Maine. And when I say Richard Stans, I think that I, I, to people outside of New England, I probably sound like I have a New England accent. To people in New England, I apparently sound like I have a Canadian accent. I think that I speak in the broadcast English standard. But um, <laughs> um, compared to a lot of people in Maine, if I say Richard Stans, Richard Stans, Richard buddy. Stans which hey, sounds uh- like Richard Stans. To, uh, dude, I pledge allegiance to the flag, to the republic for Richard Stans. You know? Richard. Like, wicked. Wicked awesome. Yeah. Hey, uh. So, like, I was very confused as a child. Not to mention. Fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon my language. Oh, that's a beep. I'm oh, sorry. Is that a, is that a <laughs> that, Just a little bit of one. Whoops. I apologize. So, the music on this song. The only thing that I would change on this song, yeah. what doesn't make it like thoroughly BNL to me, is the music. It's very, very simplistic. The synth, the looping. It drums. sounds like a kid's song. It sounds like yeah. a kid's song. Yeah. I I'm gonna give them a little bit of a go on that one though because the zany sounds and the the sound of the synth kind of makes it more of a fun kid song. Mm-hmm. And they have enough B&L type sounding music on the rest of the album that I think they're like, let's try something different. Let's go in a different direction with this song. The, the whole point of this album is how many different things can we reach out there and do on one kid's album and how many different types of music can we throw in there? So I think this is them trying to do something different than them they would typically do. Yeah, I mean, it is so. what it is. At the end of the day, I agree. Oh. I, I would like... <laughs> 
again, what I love about BNL is that they do have such a broad range. You know, yes, they're all. I mean, at the end of the day, they they fall well under the umbrella of rock music in general, but. Within that genre, you have so many subgenres and different influences, and I don't think I've ever heard them do a death metal song per se. But I do think they have they have a pretty wide spread to cover most kind of like basic rock to alternative rock, blues rock, jazz fusion. Um, they've got a lot. They've got a pretty wide base. It's hard to pin them down into like one bluegrass. Particular, yeah, they got bluegrass. Um, some kind of more electronic or experimental influences sometimes. Um, you know classical influences so you know i i I appreciate that they come from a place that they're kind of all over the map as well you know under the uh, the rock umbrella again um so i like that i i think tracy you you know you probably hit the nail on the head um it's simple and it works and but you know when i was doing the bass the bass slide earlier we're kind of nodding our heads it's fun uh but it is kind of it is kind of plodding and simple and you know i think you know that's (laughs) That's probably why, and I, I hate to be the... I, maybe I'm not the wet rag, but something tells me I am. But uh, maybe this is probably a good transition point to rating. So I will I'll actually throw myself on the sword or grenade as Ooh. maybe... Well, before, oh, before, okay. before we go to okay. ratings, I have to say that I learned, so- I lear- learned oh, that's words right. out of this song. That's right. Okay, what did you learn? So, first of all, I did not know the word cat. Cat with a Q. Song. I did not either. Cat with a Q. And I have won several Scrabble games since then, <laughs> Using thanks <cat>. to this song. <laughs> it is a wonderful Scrabble word, and Ed is absolutely correct. Get rid of that Q without having to have a U as well. Exactly. Um, I also didn't know the word phone, as in the German word for a, a warm, dry, blowing <laughs> yeah. wind. And now specifically, it was created for over when it comes over the Alps into Switzerland. It's a very specific word. Um, <laughs> it's a very specific word, although it's meant to be any kind of leeward type wind. Okay. But I'd never heard that word. Now the word that they say, uh, "engoma," well, they say "engomo." Gomo. But the only way to pronounce it is "engoma," and it's an "a" at the end. At least that's what I think he's trying to reach for. And it's an East African kind of drum, yeah, word, a Swahili word for a type of a drum used for a certain type of African music. Um, so I think that's what he was reaching for on that one. Of course, I hope we all know the word tsunami. Yes. <laughs> Especially over the last few years. Yes. If you don't know the word tsunami already. This was written um, before that horrible tsunami. Yeah, in, the 2011 uh, one. Yeah, that yes. was... Fukushima. That was, we're still feeling the effects of that. Well, unfortunately, they're going to get more and more common. I don't want to get... It's sad that I have to say that's that that's a political topic. I don't want to say I don't want to get political. It, I, <laughs> I don't want to get factual here and talk about the fact that the earth is getting warmer, but <laughs> it's sad that pollution and man-made damage is political. Yeah, it's I, bullshit. It, to me, it shouldn't be a political. It, well, thank you. There's another yodel. Let's thank do it. Two in one. There you go. Sorry. She said it so I didn't have to. There's fire shooting out of my eyes, people. Just know this. Flames on the side of my face. Exactly. (laughs) That leads us to the next word, raison blanc. Yes. Which is a French word meaning likelihood used in theater, meaning that you need to be believable in your actions. So So, even even though... Michelle was stabbing us with with eye daggers. She really wasn't throwing flames at us there. 
If I could shoot fire out of my eyes or my hands, I totally would. <laughs> if that is a skill I could Wouldn't we gain. all? I would totally be, be like the human torch. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather fly personally. Human torch could fly. I'd... See, I think that is bullshit <laughs> uh, okay, like, he may be able to he may could, be able to burn things but how the hell can turning yourself he burns into human the flame. oxygen around him so quickly <laughs> that it acts as thrust exactly i say it's like a jet propulsion would probably burn up as well if that were true but exactly. you know it's a comic book what do you want That's how a, does he breathe okay like i don't want to we could go we could do a whole episode on. it's comic a whole books other podcast do, but uh i love i, I will that will say, be our next podcast i will say this is one thing i always like to talk about because you're like well that's bs how can he have this power and that power <laughs> if you know deadpool i love deadpool because deadpool is that kid on the playground who was like well i have wolverine's powers Plus Superman's powers, plus all of Batman's <laughs> stuff, plus he's a ninja. With you know, it's like okay, whatever. <laughs> that is a whole yeah. other podcast that we Sorry, do, was, we was, need to create. I was nerding that out there a for a little one. for a moment. Pardon me. So then we have Xi'an, which is which means Western Peace, but its original name of the city actually meant Perpetual Peace. It is. The lead capital of the Tang and Eastern Han dynasties it is known as the oldest of the four great capitals of China. And it has recently re-emerged as one of the cultural, industrial, educational centers of China over the last few years. Interesting. So this was a very prescient song then. It predicted... It was. Predicted <laughs> Xi'an, or is it Xi'an? The rise of Qian. Qian. My friend Josh, who is Chinese, will be cringing when he hears this, probably. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. We've totally like blown correcting the, the my pronunciation. pronunciation. <laughs> I'm pronunciating that wrong. Well, because I know like a little tiny <laughs> bit of Japanese, and they stole some stuff from, from Chinese, but it's all pronounced differently, so I'm always massacring that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of massacre, oh my. the last word that we're going to come to is "eperite," which is a French word, mm-hmm. which is the synonym of mustard gas. Oh wow! Which is why he says it's a very nasty gas. A very nasty. I would agree gas. with him. I would. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then of course we have ZZ Top. Yeah, on a, so, on a lighter yes. note, mustard gas in a kid's song. By the way, maybe this is a little more. <laughs> a little, that's got to be Stephen right there. One of, my, right one of my notes was definitely, um, this is way more for adults than it is for kids. Well, yeah, because adults immediately, yes. like, you know, you can just hear the words in your head and envision them and start to see the ridiculous, like, the contrasts. Like, I don't know, it just, to me, this is, I would love to play, if I, this is why I'm not a, a parent, by the way, but if I had a child, I would probably, like, play a standard kid song. Where it's like, A is for apple, B is for box, C is for cat. And then, like, I would play this song, and then be like, "Wait a second, <laughs> what?" A is for Isle. No, Isle is I S L E. That no. <laughs> Very confusing. But that's, I mean, I My- that's one of the things I love about the English language is how, I mean, as, as Tracy mentioned, it's it's not really just one language. It's a weird blend of no. English and uh, French, and you know, we had the Saxons coming in and the Normans and and all that and Germanic. So it's, it's it's this weird blend with all these weird loan words, and and then that was like uh, uh, exacerbated by like the class divide, which is why you have 
cow, the farmer says, but then the noble eats it, calls it beef and stuff like that. So uh, really fascinating stuff. And, and it just creates all these weird idiosyncrasies <laughs> and makes the English language an extremely interesting one. So uh, I love I love anything that explores that. And this, this song is no exception. I agree. So now that I've gotten over that <laughs> wonderful, our wonderful examination yes. of all the words that Ed didn't tell us about, why don't we now go to the readings, if okay. that's all right. Yeah. Okay. So I chose vocab words okay. as our rating that's a good idea. system. That's a good idea. <laughs> nice. And I'm going to go first, okay, just please. because I feel like it. <laughs> uh, but I originally rated this song a little bit lower, mm-hmm. but you had mentioned 789... And I don't usually do this. I don't usually do this. I like to just rate the song for what I rate the song. But I had to go back and look and see what I um, scored 789 at. And I definitely like this song better than 789. And I just could not rate this lower than 789. I could not. Mm -hmm. So having said that, I give the crazy ABCs. 3.25 3.25 vocab words. <laughs> Very nice. Very respectable. Yes. Very thank nice. you. Um, how about you, Aaron? Let's let's do it alphabetical well, order. If since you we're... recall our New Year's <laughs> Revolution episode where we totally changed some of our ratings, I specifically yes. took 789 down to a 2 for precisely this reason because I knew we had mm. more of these coming and I wanted to make a little I, I wish I had had your <laughs> foresight on that. I just um, didn't. Honestly, at, at first, looking at what I was going to rate this song, I thought it was going to be the highest rated of any children's song that we've done. It's not, as it turns out. There's one song that I rated higher. But I am rating it. I am. I am rating it. It's a silent H. I am rating it. <laughs> I am what I am. H is for am. Uh, I am rating it uh, at the second highest of any children's song and higher than many other non-children's songs that we've covered mm-hmm. so far. So my highest rated children's song is Snack Time off of the Canadian Snack Time trilogy, which I just love so much. It is kind of, of a more traditional rock song fleshed out with instruments, and I think the musicality of it and the instrumentation is just better. Um, and I like... I, it, it also gave me a little bit of uh, the feels and nostalgia hearing all these like uh, great artists that I respect and admire so much talking about their favorite snacks and stuff. So I, I, that, that one had a special place for me. This one, I'm going to rate Crazy ABC's 2.7 vocab words. Uh, it's it, the highest, like I said, uh, of the children's songs outside of Snack Time. I, I, I really did enjoy it. Um, you know, got to be brutally honest, it's not something I'm going to come back to and listen to you know, I mean, maybe again, if I have kids, definitely I'm gonna bust this out. Um, or if I maybe I'm babysitting, you know, I, I used to babysit yes. my, my friend Jason. Um, but uh, you know, something like that, yeah, there's there's a possibility, but it's probably not something I would seek out to listen to for myself all the time. Uh, but every once in a while, maybe want to show somebody something. Um, it's an enjoyable tune. It's it's fun. I think fun is the key word here. It's a really fun tune. Yeah, and uh, it made me smile. So more than I can say for some songs. Nice. Tracy, how many vocab words do you give this song? All right. So Tra- is Tracy with a silent P? Patracy. It like is. Like pterygium or pterodactyl or tosis. That was my cover. Tracy Dactyl. Oh, like shoot. my Clark Kent cover. So shoot. no one actually knew like where I work. Now everyone's <laughs> going to know where I work because of the silent P. I apologize. <laughs> 
Do you apologize with a J? Yes. Apology. Apologies. So I am going to. Um, I I mentioned my problem with the music earlier, but that's only a, like a little throw. Um, I'm gonna rate this based on the fact that it's a kid's song. So once again, like knowing that my numbers, like if I were gonna compare it to all BNL songs, it would rate differently. But I have to feel like I have to rate this differently and all the kids' songs differently because they're aimed specifically at children. Yeah. So with that being said, my only other problem I have with this song was that they switch H and I. And it wasn't until about the 40th time of listening to it that I actually caught on to this. So I feel really stupid now that like <laughs> I listened to it that many times. And then, wait a minute. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, I, H. Wait, no. <laughs> What's wrong here? And they do it for the sake of a rhyme. And I, So I'll give them the credit back. Plus, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit back because in my writing of this sentence when I was preparing it, I switched the I and the T in the word switched. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's just, yeah, okay. It um, happens. <laughs> it happens. It was done to get a good rhyme in, and I could see why it would be hard to get a rhyme with irked. So, <laughs> so I uh, maybe smirked, but then you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. Work, just... lurk. And I like the fact that we came up with that. Hey, man, are you served? That's a bit of a private question. <laughs> that would be a bit of a question in a, in a kid's song. Mustard gas. That would bring up a whole conversation. Okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Chemical warfare is fine, but as soon as we <laughs> start to get into this. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. And I, and we're I also we're weird about that yeah, stuff in true, America, though. We're very repressed. War is fine, but we just can't talk about our bodies. That's really accurate. Maybe this was designed for the U.S. audience. They did talk about Z and Z, so they had us in mind. Yes, clearly. I also have to give it credit because that line, Stephen immediately afterwards makes makes a statement about the fact that they found a really good rhyme for that. So he's saying, you know, in either corner flour, tortillas, he goes, nice rhyme rhyme there. there. So I like it. I like the fact that he, he was even making fun of him in making fun of the rhyme. So um, so for that, I'm giving them a 4.2 on this song. Wow. Holy yeah, moly. I, really, I like this song on this album. So. Wow. Okay. And, uh, so let's let's hear from, from my kids what they think about this song. Okay, Bella. So what did you think of this song? I'll give it a 4. What were the parts of the song that you enjoyed? I enjoyed when it said the thing about gas, and it it said funny things also. Like, after he said something, he said, no, it's not, and it was funny. Were there any parts of the song you didn't like? There's one thing that I wouldn't really do. I wouldn't talk too much between it. Thank you, Bella. Benjamin, what did you think about this song? I give it a 4.9. What were the things about the song that you liked the most? The Zinzan Todd thing and the thing about the guy being named Beard, but he has mustache. Were there any parts of the song that you didn't enjoy? No. Holy Wow. Michael. They're both big fans. That's great. 
I'm glad. That's a really good song, and probably they learned something. It, it shows that they were aiming for an audience, and they oh, hit they hit the mark definitely. I think they really so they they accomplished what they set out to do. And the kid, the parts that the kids loved the most were the things that that one that we've mentioned. But so it's great that the jokes are getting through to the yeah. kids. But also, they love the banter. So it's like, good, my kids are now getting into what the Bare Naked Ladies are really about. I just nice. love the word banter. It reminds me of that Monty Python skit. Something <laughs> up with my banter, chaps. <laughs> oh. So, Michelle, where does that put this song? Oh, it puts it... Do, 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 do. It gives it a 3.38... Do you want me to add the kids' scores into the average? Should they be part of the average? Because I can um, do that. Would we be able to do that easily, considering all the other ones in the past? I can. All right. I, that's sure. what those two extra columns are for. Ah, yes, although, then. will it... Well, I'm going to just do it. We'll because I, I've done that with the other ones. All right. Then we let, get, me, there we go. let me just fix this. It's right in line underneath, well, it's underneath aluminum, and it's tied with All in Good Time, um, and it's right above Blacking Out. Holy And moly. Bad Day. So it's just barely above Bad Day. Yes. Just that barely. Really bad Day is 3.77, and um, Crazy ABCs is 3.81. So that's... Although I think we're going to have to adjust some of those scores a little bit because I can see that Ben and Bella's average aren't. Oh, added on the in. others. I'll so go we'll through. We'll fix that for the future. Yeah, I'll go through and add these scores that haven't been added from our guests. Yeah. Because most of them have, <laughs> but I think that some of them have not. Hey, Tracy, tell us about the appearances this week. All right, so the appearance this week is a really interesting cover. Um, it's very short cover, but it's a cover of Comes in Good Time by that was written by Neil Young. Mm. Uh, so, Bare Naked Ladies. I don't have the year that this was done. You can find this on bnlhttp.com. You have to go and you have to sign in, so you have to actually create yourself a... You have to create a name and a password, but it's free to do. And you once you've done that, you get tons and tons of... Of BNL information and BNL interviews, and I'll be referring to this like for years on end as we go through this podcast. It, once you get in there, if you look under random and then you look under various songs, you will find cover, uh, Comes a Time by Bare Naked Ladies, which is the cover of Neil Young, as I was mentioning before. It's actually really interesting. So I listened to the original Comes a Time by Neil Young. It's slow, it's, it's very um, folksy. Mm hmm. This is more bluegrass, upbeat version of that song, uh, led by Ed. And it's just, it's a very intriguing and interesting version of this song. Um, so I encourage everyone to go out there. They only did it live when they were playing, I think, for E-Town. So E-Town is a, their mission is to educate, entertain, and inspire a diverse audience through music and conversation in order to create a socially responsible, environmentally sustained world. So kind of going back to what we were discussing earlier, mm. um, I encourage everyone to go out there and listen to this as well as if you have the money and you have the time to donate to E-Town to help to sustain the environment and to encourage further musical education. Right on. That's outstanding. Now, speaking of throwbacks, 
Next week, we have quite the throwback. Uh-huh. We are going to discuss a once, only one time recorded song that is going quite a way back. It's a rarity. Next week, we'll be discussing Cregan Christmas. So we're going to go back to the Christmas Ooh. theme. Just when I think I'm out, they drag <laughs> me back in. It's either going to be a kid's song or a Christmas song, Aaron. You got to deal with it. Good God. <laughs> Oh, wait until the week after that, Aaron. I need some Halloween songs for adults, please. We have that coming later this year. Okay, I'm into it. (laughs) Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. And join us next week for Creaking Christmas. Yay! Yay, See you then, folks. See you next week. And Zed's the final letter, and by final, I mean last. Okay, when you say Zed, for the benefit of our American friends, you really mean Z, right? No, I mean Zed. Like... Like ZZ Top. ZZ Top?